I don't think I'm getting any sleep tonight. I'm full of adrenaline. Um, I'm kind of on like a a half uh, half and half schedule. Sometimes I sleep at night. Sometimes I don't. Very recently, I haven't been. Um, very recently, I haven't been um, sleeping. Um, as I explained before, I did get into a fight that really like kind of snapped me in like a certain kind of way. Um, that made me not feel necessarily myself, and I've been sleeping less since. Um, and my my um, my patterns have certainly changed. So I'm just kind of like taking care of myself in the best way possible. Um, that um, okay. So my second roommate, that lady, the Japanese lady, um, she totally did pull a Karen on me. She um, she. Um, said that I was violent. Like, I <laughs> I picked up her, her tape recorder. Or I, I, I should tell the rest of the story because my phone died as I'm recording. And I don't, like, everything that's happening right now is just, like, so, so fucked that, like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, it's very, it's weird because I can have all these, I can have this, um, like, these, these very strong visions and very much awakenings, but they're not full like I don't have a full sense of like everything that's going to happen or everything that's going to take place and so there are certain um like I call timestamps where it's like it just makes sense this is where I've been and this is what I've seen but for the most part like I'm I'm just kind of like in this um in this blindness um until something um you know until something does happen that has some kind of um importance um, but this lady, um, she, uh, she was, you know, um, playing these weird psychological games, moving stuff around and then like accusing me of things, um, that what, that I wasn't doing. Like I had no reason to touch her things. She was very, very, um, um, minimal. And so it, it was nice to actually have, um, like I actually looked up to her in that way and that she had like so few things that there couldn't be a mess. Um, she actually only had like one pair of clothes that she would like wash out in the sink or like to, you know, one, one thing that she would wear to bed and one thing that she would, um, wear out. And then she would just, um, wash her, her clothes, um, in the sink, um, which is something that I started doing, especially going back to the gym, um, because, um, I, I sweat so much in all my clothes that, like, it wouldn't make sense to go to the laundromat every day. Nobody can afford that. Or, you know, some people can't afford that. Some people have wash machines and dryers in their house, um, which is something that I'm aiming for. I haven't given up completely yet, but, like, it's not... Like, the system is very fucked up, and it's very meant to keep you down. And whatever's happening to me is, like, obviously um, meant to keep me in a lower vibration. Um, the The weird coughing and, like, the people that seem to be... Um, possessed by demons um and you know includes this lady this lady um you know was thrashing around in her sleep and and the um this particular night it did get like so um drastic and bothersome that I, I was like in awe of it that it did seem in fact that she was like possessed by something um and so I let her know in the morning I was like hey um, just so you know, like, your, your teeth grinding is, is, um, like, getting worse, and, um, she, she immediately pulled out a tape recorder, and she was like, oh, you know, I'm going to, a 
I'm going to, you know, some kind of specialist or like a healer or a doctor. And she was like, I'm going to go to a, 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 a thing, a healer. And um, do you mind if I record you? And I, I just, I remember it so perfectly. It was like she pulled up the office chair next to my bed because I was just sitting up in bed like, hey, um, you know, I just watched her um, thrash around and do this like really, you know, like sick stuff almost almost so drastic and dramatic that it it seemed like she could be putting it on like is she acting is this just a psychological psychological game um you know i wasn't sure and so i was like hey um i i just wanted to let you know and she immediately pulled out a tape recorder and she was like oh i'm going to this thing do you mind if i record you talking about this because she like i said she had already told me like the day that I moved in she was like oh you know I've been dealing with the spirit that lives inside of me and he tells me what to do and he turns lights on and off and um all these things you know as as if she was trying to get me to say like really me too I have all this but no I don't like I don't actually have any of those things going on um I don't actually like hear voices or see things or or you know other than actual having like some supernatural occurrences um, you know, that, that even at this point have been eyewitnessed by, like, second and third parties. Um, I don't have any of that, like, weird, um, stuff going on, but she was just kind of egging it on in that way. Um, immediately pulls out this tape recorder, and she was like, can I record you talking about it? And I was like, sure. Um, you know, like, I had been up all night, and I hadn't slept. I was waiting for her to leave, um, to sleep. And, um, and I, I let her record. She was like, so, you know, and I was like, hey, you, you're you not just grinding your teeth. You're moaning. You're thrashing around. Um, at one point, you got up and you, like, mumbled something. And then you did this, like, laugh. She was like, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, and then, like, uh, went back to, like, moaning, thrashing, and sleeping. Um, and it was, it was weird and fucked up. And um, she, uh, she, she asked to record me, but then I caught her recording like several other times after that um to the point where it was just kind of like um like once I caught her again I I never really said anything I'm not really a confrontational person um in the way that like if I catch you in the act of doing something like I might sit and contemplate it um I might sit and you know sit with it myself or never even say anything about it because it doesn't like I I am just like that kind of passive person where I don't like drama I don't like arguing um I don't like you know like I I um I don't like fighting at all um I'm not even sure if I said this on the last recording before it cut off, but, like, all of the fights that I've had to be in, um, I usually just find a way to, like, subdue the person if I can, um, and then get, like, them, like, so that they can't punch me and that I'm not punching them. I'm not throwing any punches unless I absolutely have to, um, you know, um, just, just things like that, um, but yeah i caught her i caught her a couple different times like recording me without my permission um to the point where i was just kind of like very self-aware of the things that i was saying um knowing that she was recording and then just like kind of only like saying you know what i wanted her to know uh or what i wanted to be recorded saying like kind of um playing the game so to speak in that way um but then it just got like heavier and heavier with the psychological games her moving things around and then accusing things um it did end with her pulling a care and being like this person is violent and i was i never you know i never put hands on her i just took her tape recorder 
um and i i was like why are you recording me you know um because it, it got to the point where i was like this what are you doing um she was like provoking me and then like recording me and so that again was something that just kind of like alerted me to that there may be it may be like bigger than it you know like it could be all just a game it could be some some um you know with her speaking japanese and german i was like wow like i don't know like what what entity would want to actually do this to me um like would want to actually like unravel me psychologically to the point where i'm not functional um yeah and so I, I took her tape recorder and i went out into the hallway and i called security because the recording um in the in the homeless system at all is actually illegal um and you're not supposed to do it and the only times that i had done it is if i was actually like the first uh, the first fight that i got into got recorded by accident and i used it as the intro um on uh, the intro to my fucking one of the albums that i've been working on um because i was actually just recording the tv for samples but i had never even touched the tv before that um because i d- i don't really watch tv um i grew up watching a lot of tv and then i became a writer and it kind of like um like um uh, you know i was talking about my my relationship my um very that grew violent over time um and it, it, we never really had cable and so i it, it was only the series um that we liked that we got on dvd or whatever and would watch over and over again but never really watched tv after after like you know like elementary or middle school i don't think um i never really had cable after that I was never really into tv in that way um but i had only turned on the tv um to to the first roommate also was grinding her teeth a lot and you know moaning and thrashing around and just kind of like keeping me up in that way um and so i i was like fuck this you know i'm gonna i'm gonna turn on the tv and then just kind of got um was like wow like i could get a lot of samples like just doing that so i i actually caught that first fight by accident and then listening to it over i was like this is perfect for the beginning of my uh for the beginning of my my album um because at the time i think it was just the one and then it, it became um you know i started experimenting with different sounds and different aliases um because i i kind of let the idea of getting popular go I kind of let the idea of, especially once I understood that like my ex could be one of the very people even listening to the show, and that it does seem to you know have like followed me in the way that like I felt unsafe for a while. But at this point, it's just a fact of my my entirety, my being that you know oh like um, I'm always having to look over my shoulder again. Nobody knows my actual name, and it's really funny to to hear people attempt it. Um, and it's hilarious because nobody gets it right. And so, so far, I'm the only person that knows. But I think um, one time I got I got uh, stuck at the border between Mexico. I was at the Arizona-Mexico border driving. And they, they like, threw me in a fucking, like, border and, like, um, at, at the border control or whatever and, like, pulled my entire fucking uh, Jetta apart. Um, all I had in there was, like, records and music equipment and fucking turntables. And they fucking, like, took everything out and fucking took my car apart and put it back together. And I still, to this day, think that, like, the, uh, I got a flat tire less than, like, five miles, um, like, over the border and then I got trapped. 
Um, and I had to like spend like almost a thousand dollars just getting this fucking flat tire fixed in the middle of nowhere, Arizona. But I still, I still blame them to this day. I'm like, they did this. Um, but, um, how did I even get on that subject? Oh, um, they, um, I, I changed my name because of my, um, you know, my ex was, um, making threats, you know, and, um, had threatened my life in several ways and told me, told me, you know, and it could just be psychological and something, one of those, you know, because one of the, the most powerful things that you can do to somebody is just like plant a seed psychologically. And so not even actually having that power, but saying that they did, um, you know, uh, I belong to an organization that will kill you and bury you in the woods where nobody will ever find you. Again, I'm not actually even trying to like press charges on my ex. I just want him to be in a relationship so that he stops hating me. Like, I want him to have everything that he's supposed to have. And, you know, obviously at this point, like he did, um, he he wanted to take full responsibility um, for, the, for our remaining surviving child. Um, and so just, just um, giving him everything that he needs, like that was actually even my, my um, part of my journey was just like trying to do well enough that I could like buy um, my son basically a house, a nice house to live in. And then, um, so, you know, again, it just seems like because he was doing all these evil things or saying all these evil things, um, it seemed like he was being rewarded for it because he came, like he, instead of me buying a, a property for them to, to live in, um, which was seriously like the only thing that I wanted um, was to like, you know, get my own place and buy a place for, for my son um, to have a nice home instead of the, the crappy, you know, um, one bedroom apartment. And um, it, 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 you know, it seemed like he was being rewarded because he was like, oh, you know, I inherited a property. Um, this dude just like dropped dead and like left me his entire property. And so I was like kind of blessed. So I was like, oh, well, now I don't have to do it. You know, now I can just like focus on, on me. But like it was more about like the, the making sure that my son had, um, you know, a nice place um, to be in a nice place to, to thrive, um, in his, in the absence of me. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about it because I don't, like, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't really feel guilt about it, but it does hurt me, um, that for the longest time, like, all I've wanted to do is be his mommy, and, like, there's just this force that keeps me not being able to do that. Um, you know, I did, I did, um, get, like, a bag, um, not too long ago, and it's part of this series. I think it was just, like, between, like, maybe even the second and third season. Um, you know, returning from Mexico. Um, and um, I, I did um, have, like, a, a large amount of money, and so I just wanted to give it and put it all, you know, towards him and being able to make up for lost time together. Um, and even during that time, like, things were just, like, rough, um, and it did seem like there was some kind of, like, weird, gross, backward energy, um, you know, with my, my, um, between, like, my son is very sweet, um, he's the best thing that ever happened, um, to me, and, um, but it was, like, this weird, 
um, energy, you know, like that all he did was, of course, talk about his dad, and of course his dad, in the time with his dad, he got, like, ridiculously obese, I'm still praying that that, um, like, I just want him to get tall and, and muscular, so he can, like, maybe, you know, be an athlete, or, or be, be whatever he wants to be, um, that I know that he won't be able to, to do with that kind of disease, and it is really sad to see him struggle, um, you know, um, talking about certain like he doesn't understand um why he's having such a hard time with his little body but it's it's you know because obesity is a very uncomfortable disease and it's not necessarily one that you recognize as a disease until it's done until you don't have that extra weight and then you realize how sick you were so i'm really sad um that you know um that had had happened in that time um but it's, you know, it's been, it's one of those things where it's like, it's out of my control, I can't really fucking, I can't do anything about it in the times that I've tried to, um, you know, like, he, he started wiling out, you know, while I had him, and, um, I would, I've, of course, been, like, a huge, um, huge, huge, huge fitness, wellness, like, enthusiast, and so, um, when I did have him, I would, I would take him, to my mom so that I could, you know, spend a couple hours at the gym or take him to the gym with me, um, because they had, like, a play place, and, um, he had this necklace, um, he had this necklace, like, full of bear claws, and I, I personally do, like, um, like I said, I do believe in magic to a fair extent, but don't fuck with the dark deities and don't do any of those dark, really bad, satanic, um, rituals, because they end up, um, it is karmic, you know, like, if it, if it were to be some kind of curse, or some kind of hex, I understand that that gets returned, um, it gets returned to sender, and it gets, it actually, um, if you, if you use black magic, or if you use spiritual, if you call on certain deities, or Satan to do your, your doing for you, um, then that deity, like, you, you actually belong to, like, that deity, and that deity can have its its will or its way with you. But what also happens is the blowback from it is that you receive that karma. You get back that energy. Um, so whatever you're doing to that other person, you know, if you're doing a curse or a hex to make somebody's life spin out of control, um, your life will eventually spin out of control. And it'll be worse than what you did to that person. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't, I don't with that kind of thing because I know that it's it comes at a cost there's no way to protect yourself from that um that is just you know it's karmic it's all it all breaks down to energy so even if it is something as as simple as just planting a psychological seed and saying like hey I'm gonna kill you I, I put a curse on you like nobody will ever love you except for me um and there's only me and and everything is me at the end of the day that that comes back um so I'm not I can't really um you know, I can't really, like, fear in that way that, like, oh, my life is just gonna, like, hey, like, if my my life, which it has been so far, like, spun into decay, that is only gonna go back to, you know, wh whoever did that to me, um, you know, even, you know, um, um, 
even even so and so i can't um i can't actually do anything but like put out good energy and like just hope that like i'm like oh there has to be somebody out there that'll love you the way that i loved you in the beginning because that's the kind of love that i want want for him i don't really want you know i don't i don't want for him to suffer because it means my son suffering um i don't want for him to i don't you know want for for any of those bad things you know to happen because it it, it will it's the trickle down effect you know it's the cycle um and so i said in the in i think in the in between season six and seven um i just kind of got lucky i had said a prayer um I said a prayer to like the universe that that just like there was just something eating at me and I knew something was wrong and I said a prayer to the universe I said please protect my son and it was like it was that day um that I got a call um that you know that that was um letting me know that that prayer had been answered um and so um I've I've been lucky in that way but you know time is still turning and I do feel like because um because maybe that person my ex has had that time to like like when when somebody is broken and so you know twisted all they can do is sit there and ruminate on a negative energy on and living in the past and so I don't like to live in the past but um you know it is it is like at this point part of my being and it's very very represented in my material reality um i get i'm you know i'm having the hard time with even just seeing um the shape of a star um and that's just you know because that person hurt me um but that you know again to say like i'm not looking for pity i'm just telling this story in in the only way that i know how to tell it and it so far it just this this energy no matter who i'm close with or who i'm next to or living with like i end up fighting and i've never been a physical fighter ever um so um like i said the second the second um roommate um ended in a very strange way she did pull a karen on me because like i wasn't touching her and i wasn't i didn't hit her and i wasn't violent but she was like she's she's violent and you know um you know karen's or Becky's, they do that, you know, even if you're not being actually violent, like, they have the tendency to be like, she is violent, I'm fearing for my life, or, you know, be be very accusatory, um, again, this is not racism, this is just experience, um, a lot of, a lot of the people around me lately do have, like, a, a great deal of, um, you know, like, secondhand racism, or reverse racism, Karen this and Becky that, and I'm like, yo, it's not every fucking white lady is gonna act that way, but, like, we as, as colored people have all had that lady, and this lady was Japanese, you know, and she, she is violent, she's crazy, you know, she's like, yo, stop recording me, here's her, like, and I took her tape recorder, and I tossed it to security, I'm like, it's not this against the, the rules, um you know and he was just like it is against the rules um and then you know she threw her fit and she you we were not roommates anymore um after that i i kind of got like super lucky um because i didn't have a roommate at all and i was going to the gym every day and i was taking care of myself and then i even got into a music project venture um with a drummer that i met (laughs) um you know I'm not, like like I said, it's at this point, I'm just, like, not interested in anybody or in anything, but sometimes I do get very frustrated, 
um, you know, and I'll I'll uh, I'll program my algorithm the way that I want it. And so, you know, I was tender swiping, um, you know, um, looking for something. And um, I think I think the the message that got sent to me was just need a drummer. And I was like, yeah, you know, like fuck yeah, that's you know, I'm I wasn't wasn't really looking for for anything like very looking for something very specific and at the same time not looking for anything specifically um you know and so need a drummer and I was like yeah um and so got um some cool recordings out of that um but again um just kind of in this experimentation of just like um express releasing and also cause and effect um like I said, we were, hit, we, we were rehearsing like every day and I was on the bus um, every day um, for like two hours there and two hours back. And it was just getting to the point where it was not, um, it wasn't really like working for me because it wasn't um, like I was spending all my time just getting there and back and getting like, you know, stuck in, stuck in rush hour. And, um, uh, you know, like the buses in the hood don't run regularly. And so like it just kind of sitting at the bus stop sometimes, like leaving early, but still getting there late and just like, I don't know, just kind of feeling like the world was working against me in that way. Um, and it does sometimes like that's that's why it does feel like a curse, because anytime I try to succeed musically or even in business, you know, um, I can leave early and then end up somewhere where I'm supposed to be late. Um, I still do believe for the most part that I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be at all times, um, that I'm never in the wrong place, you know, that whatever, um, for whatever reason, if I wasn't on time, I wasn't supposed to be, you know, and that in that way, the universe is kind of protecting me, even though it does feel like a nightmare or like a never ending story. Um, I was supposed to play this techno joint and like got, got the time slot mixed up um you know and that that like with everything that i i've been going through it, it didn't surprise me because i've had um you know just this constant like people coughing no matter where i go and coughing right next to me and coughing 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 like it's fucking my brain up um to the point where i am like just very much unraveling and not feeling good um and not really eating and not really sleeping like it's it is like working it's doing what I, it like if it's a demon and it does seem like i'm like it doesn't it, it like nothing in that and nothing in the world is that coordinated and if there is a technology that that can do that i'm i'm impressed by it but it's gonna make me kill myself like at some point which is i think the point um, because it's just, you know, no matter where I go, somebody just rolls up and is coughing, coughing, coughing. And I'm like, wow, like what happened? Like, what did I do? Um, but I think that energy just wants me to be, you know, like to not be able to reach my full capability, um, not be able to reach my full um, vibration, you know, because it does very much like I can be in a, I can be repeating my mantras or in, in my meditative state of thought or listening to my mixes. And it really is like this very dark energy that like, it changes my way of thinking. You know, it, it will just have me thinking, fuck you on loop. And I'm like, I, that's not where I was before this was happening. So it does seem like a very dark thing um, that's that's coming at me, you know, that's wanting me to not be in a higher vibration or not not live up to my dreams. Um, so I'm not surprised at all that I got um, that I got the um, 
times mixed up um of course like my 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 set was at 10 30 um and it ended at 11 15 and i thought it started at 11 15 um and that you know that of course it's just my fucking my brain um like i'm not i'm not normal lately and especially after that third fight where i just i got knocked around everybody everybody knows about it um you know to the point where i've just been embarrassed and people are being like overly nice to me now because like i i don't know i didn't think she was that much bigger than me and then fucking like you know um it was fucked up because there was no security during that fight so I called for security, but there was nothing, and she was just, like, in beast mode. I'm still impressed. Like, I, you know, like, I'm I'm impressed that, like, she picked me up and, like, headbutted me and, like, choked me and, like, spun me around and shit. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, I'm flying around the room like, oh, damn, she's good at this. And then, you know, um, like, uh, when, when everybody came, when they finally came to help me, like, I, I got my ass beaten like twice in 15 minutes because um, at, at one point her sister like I opened the door and I was like screaming for help and everybody was coming out of their rooms and they were like oh my god like help this person but I'm not gonna get in that and then her sister came out of her room which was like across the way and she was like what the fuck are you doing and they speak Spanish but she's like yo what the fuck are you doing get off of her but she that's her sister she's not gonna go fucking run for help for me so now at this point her sister is watching me get my ass beat and she's telling her sister like stop it stop it but of course she's not intervening and she's not helping me and and i was like yo do something like fucking like go get somebody and there's nobody for like 15 minutes 20 minutes fucking getting my ass beat got my ass beat twice because she's standing in the doorway with her fucking hands around my neck like fucking choking me and um i like tried to kick her like out of the doorway to like to like to stay safe like kick her out of the room so i could close the door and not and not be fucking getting choked and fucking then she starts beating my ass again and i was like like i just didn't realize how much bigger than me she was i'm not i'm not gonna lie like i think i think um like it and it's weird because i know that i'm not the strongest person in the world so i'm not like super cocky i can lift and i can train but like you know a fair fight is is you know i get why it's like there's different weight classes in boxing and wrestling now um because i didn't realize how much bigger than me she she was until she like got up and punched me and i was like dang that's a big lady um but yeah um certain things like that are even like they're funny if they're not happening to you um you know i can even laugh at it and be like that's like I, I, even in the moment i was like this is kind of fun. like when she headbutted me i was impressed i was like this is kind of hilarious but it's hurting me um you know and then and then even like it was weird like when she finished kicking my ass she like beat her chest like an ape and then like said some shit in spanish that was like i am the champion i was like whoa what the fuck like all right and then um you know the way that ended um was whatever again like i just like i don't know i'm just like stuck in the cyclical like getting in fights that are very much provoked first like i'm i'm so peaceful that like these things that come into my field are like yo i'm gonna bother you until like we get into it and then you know when we get into it, it's gonna be like a fight to the death and i'm like i don't like this at all um but it's, it did start um 
you know, it did, uh, like, I can't even say that it started with my ex, because that was just a relationship that, that was just a love story gone wrong, that we lost, you know, so much, and then trauma, trauma this, and tragic that, and, you know, it got to be, like, that, at the end of the day, in the hood, he's considered, like, a good daddy, just because he wants to be there, because I realized that there are some people that don't want their kids at all, um, and I wasn't ever trying to, like, have our kid be a, a, a source of of something to fight over like I said once once something becomes a fight like I'm easy to forfeit um and when it comes to to, to self-defense um that's that's the only time I'm ever gonna fight anything um I, I don't just start fights out of nowhere I'm not like passive aggressive I'm very non-binary in the way that like I'll sit there and like wonder why women just want to fight and want to argue i'm like what are you why why are you being fucking like this um like you like a guy i'm like a guy in that way where i'm like why are you what what why are you trying to fucking you want to fight right you want to argue um and 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 not getting it um you know um so that that was that was the third fight the second the second like i said was not physical as much as like psychological but at this point i'm just like it seems like um it seems to be very black and white that it is either like a very systematic psychological attack a terror attack you know and the u.s is like the best at doing this um i am an american you know not in the way that it benefits me in any way um at all um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm almost even a patriot in that way that I'm just like, damn, like, we're really good at fucking shit up. Um, which is, you know, I've had a lot of international friends, friends from other countries that are just like, oh, let me tell you about your piece of shit country. And I'm just like, oh, I know, like, I, you know, there's nothing that I can do, um, but try to be the change that I wish to see. Um, which is just like taking small steps and being a, you know, being the person that I am. Um, or have been trying to be for a long time. Um, when I came to this city, I was on my way to Europe. Um, I, of course, missed that flight and have been trapped here ever since. Um, I, ironically enough, I, never mind. But, um, yeah, I've been, I've been trapped here since fucking, you know, February this entire season. Um, the entire end of the sixth season, which has just kind of got, like, spiraled out of control very quickly, um, you know, and it's just been kind of like a nightmarish, um, you know, an American nightmare ever since, just kind of, like, living in the dredges of poverty. It's actually been that way since I got back to the United States, I'm not gonna lie. I've been kind of trapped in this, like, cyclical, um, like, homelessness and just kind of, like, experiencing, and it's not, it's not to say that I haven't been working. Um, I have at some points had two jobs or even like three, you know, a, tra- a transitional job, um, you know, and still trying to even like do music on the side or still trying to figure out how to be a DJ or put, you know, put out whatever mixtapes um, while I'm working these these nine to fives. Um, so it's not like I haven't tried at all, at all. I've really been trying. Um, but it just seems like this fight that's just been, um, against me. And at this point, I don't, like, I don't want to give that person that much power to say, oh, he's a shaman and he really did curse me. And now I'm just in his curse and I'll never be loved by anybody. Cause I, like, I don't think he's that powerful. 
when I met him, like he like I made him a a functional human being because he wasn't working. He was just like drinking all the time and and addicted to spice um because he was on probation. Um so he couldn't smoke actual weed. Um and I was, you know, my senior year of college, I had a job at Subway. Um and just kind of like came in and and cleaned everything up and and um for the most part, I was just really flattered to have finally have somebody love me. Like the first, the first thing that he ever said to me was, "You're very beautiful," and I don't think I'd ever, ever heard that out of a, out of a, a male's mouth before. Um, and so I just kind of like immediately fell, like head over heels, and and in this into this love story that ended up so tragically. Um, and now it's not even about um, the past because I hate living in the past. Um, the last conversation that I had with my son was actually really sad because um, I love him and I love his little voice. It's just the, the the most beautiful sound in the world to me. And he was like, I'm going to tell you three stories. And I was like, okay. And he was like, the first story is when I was a baby. And then he told me the story about how him and his brother, um, I, think he, I think he had probably seen the video um, because my ex probably still has that video. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I was dancing on the table, and then Phoenix um, came and pushed me because that's that's probably probably one of our favorite videos that we had of the kids together. Was that um, Phoenix, who lost his twin, um, and then went on to survive, was very very like, um, you know, may have even been autistic, but wasn't quite diagnosed yet, and was going through. Um, therapy physical therapy um started walking late and you know was very um much a preemie in every sense in every sense um and so i have a a really really big big hole in my heart and a really big place in my heart for um you know um premature children but here's a preemie you know um the the I I don't know. I don't really want to talk about the twins because it was tragic. We had a girl and a boy, and the girl died two weeks after they were born, three days after our wedding. And, um, eh, you know, the first time I ever heard my son cry was when um, when his sister died. His sister died in my arms. And it was the first time I ever, ever, ever heard um, Phoenix cry because they're preemies. So preemies don't really cry when they're born really, really early. But the first sound I ever heard him make was this, like, this, you know, this sound that I think just rang out through time and space and even maybe, um, you know, spun the, spun the words of this story that I'm telling. Um, and when he passed away, I did have, like, a very, very um, heavy spiritual awakening. I think that happens when you lose um, anything, you know, um, the amount of trauma and tragedy um, I've already been talking about. But um, when he died um, is kind of when my my musical, um, my, my re- introduction into my musicality kind of awakened um and I don't know I think it was probably just like a coping mechanism but it very much felt that like everything that was coming um through me was coming you know like from my from my angel coming from um phoenix you know because he was um he loved music um um 
you know, we played a lot of classical. Uh, and I will, you know, I can't even like paint my ex as the villain here because he, he, you know, does love his children. And I hope, you know, I feel kind of almost bad being like, oh, man, I hope he has another kid so that, that you know, whatever. All this energy that he's focusing on me needs to go somewhere. Um, because I'd, I wouldn't want, like, I'd feel bad for that lady, you know? Like, as much as I want him to have love and, like, continue having his family or whatever, I'd feel bad for that lady. And I'd feel bad for his children because he's, he's like, psychologically broken. And so I don't want anybody to have to go through um, what I went through, you know? I don't want anybody to have to go through. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully there's a lesson in it somewhere and that he does know not to hit women you know because the cheating is one thing i expect it it's kind of the age-old story of like this is what men do and we're women and we put up with it and sometimes it goes the other way around and that's just the way it is you know people people cheat (laughs) um and that's a lesson um especially growing up and romanticized everything um that's that's a lesson but you know what what shouldn't happen is you getting your face caved in that should never happen um you should never have um you know like my my ptsd has been really really bad um since that last fight but like also reflecting like well okay my jaw is not broken like i'm i'm not slurring my words my tongue is not like i i think i may have like bit my tongue almost in half um that first time that he he just you know went off um you know like i said i had to quit my job um well i actually i got fired that's the one time i did get fired is because um i just couldn't function after that and not really like i felt like i had the lights turned off um you know i used to have so much fun running and chasing these dogs and kind of making it a part of like my my losing my weight at the time um but after like the the day after that happened i pretty much like got fired um because i spent most of the day in the bathroom just like losing it just like crying and not knowing what to do um and texting my best friend annie and and um because I, I, I took pictures of the injuries and i didn't know what to do with them so i think i sent them um i sent them to annie and i was just like i don't want him to know that like that i'm keeping these pictures because he goes through through my phone and he um you know he was so nervous that i was gonna call the police um you know and uh of course it was like threatening to commit suicide and i'm just gonna kill myself my mom told me not to hit a woman and then i did it like you know pretty much just kind of like turned it around on me um and i was just like don't kill yourself we have the, you know the boys it's okay we'll work it out just you know just come home or whatever um because he just kind of left me there because he thought i was gonna call the police um you know and i uh I don't know. Something something did change then. That's why I don't mind being called crazy, because I'm crazy, you know? Um, that's why I'm, I don't mind being called a nut, and I don't want people to feel bad for me. I don't want any money. I don't want pity. Um, I, I just want to make sure that my divorce is final, and it's kind of tricky, um, you know, um, being under the radar, because I can't let him know who I am. Like, even if he does, you know, um, I have, I've been having this strong feeling that, like, he knows about this series, or at least, want like, one part of the series. Um, just because when I started, like, the whole Sunny Blue project, he found a video that I did, and, like, didn't let me speak to my son for, like, weeks, and I, and that, I was, like, 
and I didn't know why. Like, I thought something bad had happened. Um, I thought, you know, I thought, I, I, I didn't... I didn't really care, but I was just like, does he have a girlfriend? She's not letting him talk to me? Or, like, a, like what happened, you know? I was worried, because they live in Alaska, where the, the roads are ice, like, seven months out of the year. Seven, eight, nine months out of the year. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, like, what if something happened? And I couldn't get a hold of them. And I, like, I I, um, I even called my best friend, um, <laughs> my, my best friend. And I was like, yo, have you heard um have you heard from him and she told me she did tell me she was like hey yeah um some lady called me from his phone and was like who are you and like thought that i was like you know thought that she was being cheated on with me and i was like that's hilarious but like you you know that he's alive right like you know and she was just like yeah um like i i'm sorry i didn't want to tell you i didn't want to hurt your feelings or whatever but like that um, that did happen, so I was like, okay, it was that recently, because I can't get a hold of him, I can't get him to answer the phone for anything, and then once he did answer the phone, um, he was like, hey, yeah, I saw your video, um, are you Sunny Blue, and I was like, wow, like, nothing is safe, you know, um, I didn't, at that, at that time, I don't even think I had this series, it was like, just before I started the series, and I, I started, this series out of that like as an open suicide letter to just like let my son know like that I did not abandon you I didn't leave you because I wanted to be like some sort of anything um like I said I didn't I didn't leave my family to pursue music music kind of saved me in that way that I was doing this corporate stuff and um the universe kind of was like no you do music and I still have not really found that I I still have not found my um my security and my foundation in that but anytime I try to do anything else outside of that field um the universe is very very um um I I don't know I don't have a word for it I'm not sleeping I'm I'm kind of just like running on adrenaline and and not like I'm fasting right now just because I don't I don't feel like I can eat um so I am under a lot of like I just don't feel good um this coughing thing is getting to I'm like is it a demon like what is it you know like what did I do and um it it does just seem like it's trying to get me to end my life um and the reason why I hold on is you know it's because of my son and I do have hope for him like I said if I'm not the superstar DJ he is and in my in my will in my living will and testament like all of my records my turntables my mixers everything that I have belongs to him um and so you know I don't um I don't I don't know everything that I have just everything that I do at the end of the day is in you know in a very um, distant sense because I have learned to have a distance you know um you know when I finally did get get in touch um I I was basically told that like I wasn't allowed to speak to my son because I had a video that had a male in it um you know um and I was just like what and and um it's weird because that that um <clears throat> that friend of mine was a very platonic friend um that like bought me my my first turntables my actual decks just out of like love for like my commitment to music and because he heard iambic and was like this is incredible and you know like um and and me and that friend still bump heads but like at that point like he just kind of like 
took me like he believed in me that was a a friend that like believed in me um and that video was the thing that like put like okay apparently like I'm not allowed to talk to my son now um and then and then you know just like it was like a year of just for weeks calling and not getting any answer um you know or getting hung up on or or just not being able to get a hold so I got used to being at a distance um and just kind of not giving up um but giving up the like the the fight and the argument and the the mind games you know I'm like yeah yeah okay if you're gonna use uh, my motherhood against me if you're gonna pull me around by my uterus um I'm not gonna play this game you know I'm I'm not I'm not gonna be you know I'm not gonna open myself up to that fragility I still love um I still love love I still love seeing families I don't have that kind of bitterness so like for anybody that has that happiness to have that like kinship you know that closeness um that kind of love like just keep it you know (laughs) um I wouldn't I wouldn't give it up for the world like if I could trade if I could trade you know um whatever happens in music for like just having my my you know my kid and him being happy and living the best of his you know for a long time I was like that's why I have to get famous because I want him to be able to have everything I want shopping sprees at Toys R Us and I want to be able I want him to be able to compete with the kids that have privilege you know seeing these videos of kids that are fucking two years old and they're professional surfers or whatever because they had that that right start um but like I just have like the biggest hole in my heart for what's been happening the last conversation that I had with him yeah I'm gonna tell you three stories the, th- the first story was like a a, t- a, t- a like a tit for tat word for word like describing the video of him and his brother dancing on the table like I said phoenix in his music um he loved he was very attached to my guitar he was just a musical being um and and his little brother um I still think that, you know, he could be a dancer. Like, if he gets taller and loses weight or gets takes fitness under into his interest, he, like, he just danced out of nowhere without anybody ever showing him. He just had that in him. He would just dance, um, you know, which is, which is why I say, like, babies have their personalities before they're born. It's, it's insane. Um, and, you know, and I don't get to admit this because I don't talk about my children openly. I don't let anybody know that I'm a mother because it immediately becomes a, a, a demonization of me. Like, I become the, like, what? Oh, like, you're a fucked up person because you're not there. Um, like, I, and I feel, I, honestly, I feel the same way. I'm like, I'm a fucked up person. Like, it's probably better that I'm not. You know, at this point, I'm just like, you know. Um, I've said that, like, so many times, if I'm still alive, you know, like, he, he can always come to me, he can always find me, and I'm never gonna, never, ever gonna turn away and be like, yeah, no, you're your father's child, like, I don't, I can never hate him for anything, and he's pretty much like a carbon copy of his dad, um, you know, he looks like me, but he is, you know, um, white passing enough that I even, for a while, um, felt like it would benefit him that he stayed with his father and had that because he doesn't have to be black. Nobody really has to know that he's black, which is still a very, especially in Alaska. Alaska is like super conservative, super, super um, racist, um, super redneck, super, super conservative um, red flags. And so um, I thought for a while that it would benefit him like not to have to be black 
or nobody knowing that he was black would probably be a good thing, um, you know, because he, he could have the chance to compete with kids that don't, you know, um, it's, it's still kind of like a bad thing in, in conservative right wing dumb to be black. Um, and so I, I felt like it, it could benefit him just that I was out of the picture, maybe like a silent, you know, and I, as, as often as I can send care packages and do, you know, write songs about him and still very see him as like my, like, that's my God. Um, you know, my children are my, are the things that I, um, worship and adore. So at the, at the same time, I feel like that does bar me from like, like nobody's, nobody's ever going to love me. Nobody's ever going to want me. I am used goods, as they say. I'm damaged equipment and I have baggage, you know? Um, so I don't, I don't expect anybody, you know, um, you know, I don't, I just don't qualify for the kind of people that catch my eye. Um, and that's very much okay, because I'm, I'm just dealing with it in my own way. I did do tarot today, but I, that, you know, that's not what this episode is about. But one of the tarot cards did tell me that, like, hey, you're, like, I pulled the hermit, um, and I'm just supposed to be, like, alone, even if I'm lonely, and I'm just supposed to be fucking, like, I'm just supposed to be alone and withdrawn right now, um, and not really have to deal with the outer world. I've been wanting to take, like, a, uh, a vow of silence, not like a permanent one, but like, I just want to go two or three days without having to, to say anything to anybody and just being in my, in my own reality. And when I, uh, consulted the tarot, it very much told me that same thing, that I should do that. Um, that I, that, like, I don't know, I pulled like two, like two or three cards that told me to just like, kick it by myself like even the words off the grid were mentioned and I was like yeah that's where I need to be um but I'm I'm having some uh I'm having some technical difficulties then tonight was the plan um was to release the rest of the episodes but I'm um you know I'm not um I don't have the energy um I haven't eaten I haven't slept um right now so I'm just kind of um, reeling and only even telling the story just because it's like these, I don't know, when certain when certain um, people are working, like they, they yeah, at this point, like I've, I've fought three people um, and this person that they tried to, to stick in my room with me was like, <laughs> like, like they want to see a fight, you know, it's like three black dudes that just fucking, they, they're trying to have problems. They're very much like very, um, you know, they're, they're provoking in that way because they're bored and they're fat and they don't fucking do anything, you know, um, they get paid a low hourly to deal with fucking fucked up people. And at this point, I don't have any problem admitting I'm fucked up. Um, you know, um, best two out of three, but hopefully there's not another one. Um, I'm, I am dealing with a lot, um, especially PTSD, um, just kind of realizing like, hey, like, I don't know, I don't want to keep going over that same fact over and over again, but I still have to kind of be reminded of it. Um, just because like, it, not coincidentally at all, that third fight where I got my ass whooped, you know, I was just thinking, like, well, 
maybe I'm fucked up and maybe I'm crazy and that I deserved everything that happened to me and that like I wonder if he'd take me back like but I wouldn't I wouldn't even be happy but like maybe my son would be and like you know just kind of like in this weird like like I said like people are like really demonic lately around me and so I'm just like maybe that's you know what 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 does this force want like why would it want to kill me like what am I supposed to do to make it go away maybe I am crazy blah 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 and uh so I got my ass beaten for that and um and uh I you know I'm not even afraid to admit it that just like even when when I start thinking about sympathizing with the actual devil you know, that, like, God kind of steps in and is like, do you really want your ass kicked again that way? Um, and the answer is no, like, I don't like fighting, I don't like going back and forth, I don't use black magic, but, you know, whatever, whatever is happening, I do believe in, like, the energy being returned to that person eventually. Um, unfortunately, it's just, like, aging me, it's keeping me from, like, being able to create music in the way that I want to it does seem it seems like this demonic weird energy seems to act up when I when I try to do music like when I when I focus in music and like try to get my albums completed like that's when this energy is like no you know and that's what makes me think it's my ex doing it but also just like seeing how you know how how deep it can get you know when you are in the system and you do have like educational debt and so you basically have ownership and they're able to do whatever the fuck they want to after that third fight it was i didn't feel like it was a coincidence that they like they were like hey there's a showing for this apartment um do you want to go and i'm like still my like my lip is all fat and i'm still fucked up and like reeling from that shit do you want to go to this open house and and i'm like okay where is it and they're like it's in queens and i'm like fuck queens because it's gross and they know this like all people talk about here they're like yo white neighborhoods are clean and i'm like yeah white neighborhoods are clean (laughs) um you know um and it's just this weird like separation of just like keep that nasty black shit over there and i'm like wow like i guess i'm nasty black shit because like that's how people feel um where i've been you know that's how all people talk about um and, and just this this weird gross like energy of just like oh care and this and becky that and i'm like yo fucking they're all not they're not all trying to kill you like they're not all fucking against you you know but then also spending a lot of time at equinox and sometimes i can you know i can really genuinely smile at somebody and like be eaten by a demon you know and that ugh, you know just that like fancy ass white girl flipping her fucking ponytail around feeling like she's the hottest shit because she is you know because she has been she's always the girl next door she's always the she's the center of attention you know she like i don't know i've never seen i've never seen a pretty white guy singing about a heavy set black girl in any of his music videos you know it just doesn't happen and so um i think um <laughs> i think you know therefore it is uh, just that sometimes it's uh, you get the shit end of the stick um, sometimes you're just, you know, bored on the wrong side of the tracks, and I, I don't have the energy left in me to keep fighting that, um, you know, like, I, I don't know, I can't say what happens from here, I'm gonna keep trying, I'm gonna do my best to take care of myself, you know, I'm gonna do my best to make my music, I'm gonna be as undercover as possible, nobody can pronounce my name, and it's hilarious, um, but, you know, um, 
<laughs> I, I do love seeing seashells everywhere, so that's nice, but that's not my name. Um, and it's not close, actually. Um, but I, you know, again, I don't, oh, that's, that's how I got on that subject. It's like, I got pulled over at border patrol and they, um, you know, they, they did some digging and they were like, have you ever had any other known alliance, aliases? Um, like I said, I, I changed my name because of the death threats. And so, um, I was like, yeah. And I, I gave them like my full name and in its correct pronunciation. And they were just like, okay. Um, you know, but that also my name is a name that was given to me by my father, who is indigenous, um, you know, Native American, um, Indian chief, and he, he would get drunk and tell me that this was my name when I was a kid. Um, so it's always been my name. Um, and, and in the, in the, in the way of the spirits, that's how it was always supposed to be. The person that I was before was just, um, somebody that I was being at the time to be that person, um, you know, to be super Cree, um, to be, uh, you know, to be that. And, um, so, um, with that being said, the series is very much, um, coming to a close. I can't continue to invest in something that's not necessarily investing in me. Um, sometimes I do feel like it is like on an upward, you know, it did seem like it had some, um, investors that were interested. It seemed like it was going in, into production, but now it's just very much, um, the system is like making a joke out of me and it's just like, all of this is in your head. You're crazy. You're schizophrenic. You're, you're bipolar. And I know I'm not any of those things, um, because I know, I know what reality is you know I am based in reality um I am very very grounded um as much as I can be imaginative and creative I am in reality um you know so I I do understand that this series is just kind of um it's confusing um you know I think the feds are confused at this point I think I think that even like the the fans are confused at this point like what the fuck is happening and I'm telling you, it's happening on very, very multiple, um, various planes, you know? Um, everybody has their end game. At, at this point, my end game is just to, like, sleep peacefully and safely, um, in a, in a, um, in a safe place, um, that can't be, like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to be with anybody, because I'm always going to have that fear of that demon, and I think that's the point of that demon, um, is just to like scare me into into being in this reclusive state but you know like I said according to the tarot I need to be that recluse I need to be that hermit I need to not really focus on on being with anybody as much as I I just want to love and I just want to give and I just want to hug and I just want to cuddle um you know um I can't I'm, I'm very isolated um and it's supposed to turn into creative energy but that's the that's the other demon that's fighting you know um, my demons are always going to be girls that are prettier than me. And, um, you know, my ex-husband just beating me into this place of, of thinking that I'm not worth anything, that I'm not a good mother. And, you know, it's, it's weird because we've had our, our talkings. And um, right after I got to New York City, he, you know, um, he hit me up with this, like, long apology because I had gotten so used to not calling and, and being a distant, you know, and being out of, out of reach, 
um, that he uh, sent me this like long drawn out apology that was like I'm so sorry for hurting you and you were the best mother there ever is because you know of course when things get dirty planting those psychological seeds is like you're not a mother you're shitty you're fucked up blah 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 you're fucking crazy all this all this but you know he hit me up with that apology that was like you were the best mother there ever is and apparently he got I, I apparently he got cheated on I don't know um according to uh, according to him you know he was like I'm sorry that I cheated on you because now I'm, now I'm getting my karma back and nobody should ever have to go through that pain but it's like I'm not sure that you're experiencing the pain of being cheated on by the love of your life at at you know being being pregnant <laughs> um you know um and having that that um romantic picket fence just kind of like torn out and stripped like I don't know if you can ever experience that that you know while I'm while I'm creating your child you are cheating on me um and so that that was that was my joke for a long time that like uh, my son was born with like white skin and blue eyes because of the girl that he was cheating on me with and it just kind of like passed through it's not even it's not even my genes it's like his her genes um which I don't know is not necessarily not a possibility um but no it's just it's just um (laughs) he got the luck of the draw with genetics um, that he can be white passing. So, you know, sometimes I'm just like, it's probably better that way because we're not necessarily into the part of equality where, like, I'm just, I'm glad he's not going to be, um, you know, he doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to have the heaviness and the trauma and the fear of being a black man. Like, he can keep that a secret, you know. Um, and that's a good secret to have. I think he, I think he looks like my mom expected me to and was always disappointed that I wasn't, so, like, he doesn't get any of the abuse that I got, um, she, she's so good to him, and I think that she needed a boy anyway, I think that, I think that she's so much better with boys, um, because, you know, girls are girls, um, or I was one at one point, but, um, yeah, people keep, people keep telling me I look like I eat pussy, um, I haven't in a long time, and I'm, I'm not really trying to, but, um, I don't, I don't think that I'm really supposed to be with anybody right now, just being with God and myself and being in that, and, and my guitar, my guitar's name is Oli, because I couldn't, I couldn't quite, um, I couldn't qu- call the guitar Ollie and feel right about it, just because of the kind of person that Ollie Osha was, um, and, the fir- and one of the first things I told Ollie when I met him, I was like, I'm gonna name my daughter after you, um, but at this point, I'm not sure, like, I don't know, like, just, I don't, I don't think that somebody should necessarily even reproduce with me, um, I do have a lot of trauma, <laughs> I am crazy, um, you know, and that, that does affect the, like, I don't want to pass on that trauma and that anxiety to anybody else, I don't want to continue the cycle of abuse in the way that, like, you know, um, if, if my daughter was heavy set, like, I don't want to have, resentment and disappointment like my mother had for me to the way that like she has lifelong inadequacy of her beauty because um because you know she's like genetically heavy or something so I don't know maybe I'm I'm just like cut off um and I've already really done my job as a as a baby machine and and I've had you know three already and even though two are no longer here um I do sometimes just feel this um angelic presence with me um so that being said i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna post these last two episodes um you guys got some fucking juicy tidbits actually you guys got the fucking the tape that i used in the beginning of my fucking album 
um, which I might just pull because that's that was honestly something that happened by accident and happened more for me. I just forgot that I was recording because I was getting the samples from the TV and then it turned into a brawl and I was like, well, that's perfect um, for, the, for the intro to this album. And um, yeah, no, I didn't really want to put it out there at all. Um, one, because it was an illegal recording. It wasn't really supposed to happen. And two, it was just like that, you know, it was... Um, unnecessary i don't like fighting um so that being said this is the end of this episode i think i'm i don't i'm no, i don't know if i can sleep i certainly can't eat i think i'm just gonna give myself water i'm scared to even drink coconut water right now um just because of the shit that's like happened to me in the last 24 hours i don't feel great um it's probably the direct effect of me releasing like 20 episodes last night um yeah, so that's that was like 24 hours ago. Um, just, just really trying to understand like my existence. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I don't hate anybody. Um, you know, I'm not trying to get anything out of anybody. I'm just like being as honest as possible, and also telling the story. And um, up to now, it's it's you know helped me creatively. Um, but at this point, I'm just being exploited and, like, psychologically spun out of my fucking, you know, <laughs> I'm spun out of my Skrillex. Um, and I'm not on drugs. <laughs> I think I think that's what the feds are wondering or wanting to know. Um, <laughs> I, had, I had this fucking experience where this dude was like, I'm not a fed, watch me do cocaine. I'm not a fed, but I'm going to ask you some questions that we're wondering. <laughs> I'm not a fed, I'm not a fed. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um you know, so no, I'm not on drugs, because he, he was like, are you on, um, like, first he offered me, like, free mushrooms, and I was like, I'm not gonna say no to that, um, just because I've been wanting so much to get out of my fucking body, um, you know, I am celibate, I am fucking, a lot of the time, fasting or training and going through all these, like, fucking ridiculous, um, extremes, and so I'm just like, yeah, I could use some microdoses, like, I, I, you know, I don't care, and he was like, I have, I have free mushrooms, and I was like, oh, sure, okay, and I, what's funny is I didn't believe him, but, um, and then I ended up being right, so I was like, wow, I can't always trust my instinct, um, that was a good lesson, uh, but he's like, I'm not a fed, anywho, um, how many mushrooms did you do today, you know, what drugs are you taking, um, you know, here's some cocaine, I'm like, no thanks, um, but, um, I'm not, I'm not actually doing any drugs, and he's like, what are you high on right now, I'm like, nothing, um, because I know that anybody listening to this series is gonna think that I'm on something, but I'm not, I'm very much just fucked up at this point, I'm very, like, I've been, I've, I've just been around the fucking world in all the wrong ways, um, so I, I, you know, I hang on because I have a son, um, but I guess I guess I'll just finish the story, um, and then I'll go. Um, our our last conversation made me very sad, um, because his first story was of course about his brother, and then he and then he went on to talk about his brother and how he drowned, and like uh, you know all these stories that like really I shouldn't be hearing this from a six year old. Oh, and I like most of his stories were about the incompetency of his father. Like, he was just, he was like, one time, dad was sleeping and wouldn't wake up, so I went to make myself ramen in the microwave, and then it almost blew up, because I put the fork in there with it, and the packet that makes the ramen taste good. 
Um, but, you know, daddy was sleeping, and so he didn't know. And um, then I almost died. And I was like, wow, okay, that sucks. And he was like, yeah. And then, like, he, I don't know, it was weird. Like, my whole, my whole world just kind of fell down around me in that moment because he was like and phoenix drowned and i was like you don't remember that because he was there of course he witnessed it i was like you don't remember that you you were just a baby and he's like i do remember that and i'm like well that i mean um that would almost make sense because i also um have the rarity of not having as much infantile amnesia as most people i think i've said that on this series before but i don't um you know another fun fact like i don't hallucinate on lsd at all um it just kind of enhances my synesthesia which is always ever present and especially when i'm having a lot of anxiety and high stress so i've been seeing and i've been like tasting colors lately um is how is how deep my synesthesia is um i've been i've been really feeling it and really like just kind of like living in this like wave of rainbows and fucking not even i don't know i'm 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 just sticking around because this this dude you know um if i kill myself he's gonna he's gonna think you know that i hate him he already doesn't understand um you know and we do our best to explain to him like mommy's working and i am i'm always trying to figure out this fucked up dj thing and like music and how it's supposed to make me money and then when i try to get a normal job like it doesn't work out for me so like i don't i don't understand um you know it's been um i had a friend that tried to coax me into doing an insurance fraud because he was doing an insurance fraud he's like oh my back my neck is broke but he like helped me carry like fucking (laughs) records and fucking like helped me pack my like everything that i owned into a storage unit like with no problems at all but then on the phone with his lawyer he'd be like yeah i can't see out of my left arm i i can't lift anything over like i can't i can't i can't but you know he's trying to get a settlement and then um like um my my storage unit at one point didn't have a lock on it and um it was very ravaged and he was like you should sue um you know like trying to get me to do what he was doing and i was like no I'm just gonna move my stuff um you know I'm not gonna I I don't like to play dirty um you know suggested that I should just you know claim um this what is actually really like synesthesia and empathy um you know um as as whatever disability and get a disability check I'm like I'm not disabled I just can't work at Walmart for eight hours and not have my bills paid um you know um i just don't have the capacity to turn my brain off for that long i'm always gonna be i always get in trouble on the job i'm always songwriting like nothing is gonna stop me if music flies into my head and and i need to pull out my google google documents like uh, you know um uh, i'm not when, when you see me on my phone i'm not texting there's nobody in my fucking phone there's nobody looking for me or waiting for me i am writing if you see me texting furiously on my iphone i'm not talking to anybody um i'm i'm writing um so that's what the fuck i'm doing um you know which does kind of work as a camouflage because other people are scrolling or texting and i look like i'm doing the same thing but really i could just be working on my novel or writing a song um, but with this cost thing lately, it's all, just kill me, just kill me, I want to kill myself, and so I fucking, I can't, I don't know, I don't know what to do, I can't, I can't, um, I can't function right now, um, 
so yeah it's not been fun but that's the end of this episode um i think i've pretty much like i'm just being honest at this point i don't have anything to lose um except for more of my sanity which makes which seems to be the point um to like psychologically disable me to the point where i'm not functioning or i'm just babbling or you know maybe i submit myself to like psychological evaluation but i'm not doing that um i'm not taking some kind of experimental me- medication that i like they're they're just gonna use me as a guinea pig because i'm a black woman with a fucking history with a tragic history um so anything that i do or say um can just be written off as mental illness or you know fucking this person had this problem or that problem um it does seem like they're trying to get me to snap or hurt somebody or you know be violent in the ways that i'm just not naturally i'm just not naturally um you know i'm not i'm not a killer um you know, and that the the potential for me to be that, you know, and that maybe that's why I'm getting eaten um, by all these pretty girl demons and everybody in the music industry because I don't have that. Um, I don't have that capacity to actually like rob you blind. I don't have the capacity to actually like take from you and know that I'm doing something that is hurting somebody. I don't have it. Um, so that and that. I don't know where this is going anymore. That's the end of this episode. At exactly one hour and 15 minutes. God bless us.